When you're sick, every minute counts. So don't go anywhere. Go to DispatchHealth.com where high-quality medical care comes directly to you. No getting out of a sick bed. No crazy driving to an emergency room. No endless paperwork. No hospital waiting rooms. Visit DispatchHealth.com to learn about our medical professionals, then make house calls. Dispatch Health is covered by Medicare and most major insurance. Go to DispatchHealth.com. You're listening to Project Dark Corona Radio. Coming to you live from an undisclosed location, deep within the Appalachian Mountains, with your hosts David and Jason, bringing you the unknown, Project Dark Corona Radio. Woo, all right, we're back for another exciting week. Yes, we are. We um we got some squatching stuff to talk about today. We're gonna have fun. What are we gonna talk about? We're gonna talk about some big foots. Oh big feet. Sasquatch. Squatching. Um also we want to uh talk about our website. Uh www.projectdarkcorona.org and our Facebook is Project Dark Corona and our Twitter is Project Dark Coro Coro yes. What do you think about that? Love it But tonight we're going to talk about um, some Bigfoot some Sasquatch and we got a we got a special guest here. Well, he's he's on the phone, Mr. Matt Saber. Mr. Matt Saber, you still you here? Hey, 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 Mr. Matt. <laughs> um, he's going to tell us a little bit about what's going on next week at our, uh, the Bigfoot convention in Gatlinburg. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's going to be a big one up there next week. It's going to be a <clears throat> no, we didn't get to go last year, but but you you was there and and it it sold out and everything last year, didn't it? Uh, you know, I don't remember if it was a complete sellout or not, but man, there were a lot of people there. I think there was like sixteen hundred folks. Wow, sixteen hundred plus people there for the conference. I'm, and it looked like every seat was filled. So I mean, if it wasn't if it wasn't a hundred percent sellout, it was really close. Yeah. yeah, it was a big deal. It was it was really fun too. We had a lot of fun. I had a good time doing it. There was a lot of enthusiasm. A lot of people were there. Uh, a lot of interest. Um, it was just a really good time. And I think this one will be just as good, with the exception of some social distancing and some of those things that we're living with at the moment. Yep. Yep. That's never fun. <laughs> all the social distancing and all this crazy stuff that's going on. Hopefully it's still going to happen, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there may come. I mean, I, I don't want to say anything negative about it at all, but there is a very small possibility in my mind. I've not heard anything, but there is a possibility. I would I would think that they might pull the plug on this thing last minute. So just, you know, keep an eye out, keep an ear open, and see what's going on. 
But I plan to be there. I'm, I'm going to be in Gatlinburg next weekend. So. Yes. Yeah, we'll be we're, there. We're going to be there too. Oh yes. Project Dark Corona shirts and all. <laughs> 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 So have you have you had anything new or anything um, here lately come your way? Well, yeah, there have been a few things happening here lately. Um, one of my members, a good good guy, um, I won't say his name because I've not talked to him about being on here tonight, but one of the members of my group is uh, very active and into the Bigfoot thing. Uh, he goes out and does a lot of looking around. He goes to certain areas over near the North Carolina border. And um, he's having a lot, a lot of things happening uh, to him. A lot of interesting things going on with him. A lot of a lot of things being thrown around at him. A lot of noises. A lot of sound. Uh, he has actually seen Bigfoot. I know of twice. Uh, one of his encounters was probably one of the greatest encounter I ever heard of, and it was just it was incredible. Uh, I'm hoping that he's going to be able to uh, attend the conference uh, in the. Um, there's a, an encounters portion of the, of the conference that I'm going to get to sort of narrate and be a part of where some uh, just, you know, just everyday folks are going to get the opportunity to tell their story. I'm hoping he's going to get to come and be a part of that. So, because uh, he's, he's really had some serious, serious encounters. And then um, just a couple of weeks ago, I, I had contact with a lady from over here in the mountains. Uh, and she's had some some encounters. She actually saw the thing three nights in a row on her paper route. Uh, she drives, uh, she delivers newspapers during the night. You know, it's three, four in the morning when they're putting papers in people's boxes. And she's had three encounters three nights in a row with this thing. It's almost like uh, the first night it was kind of curious about her. The second night it was a little closer to the road. And the next night it, it walked right in front of her. So, uh pretty interesting wow yeah and and the funny thing i mean i'm not funny in the sense not funny ha-ha but funny strange uh she described this thing honestly she said this thing looked like the grinch only it was brown Hmm. so um, that's kind of an odd description i've never heard anybody say grinch before you know it's a really long legs a barrel-shaped body um Real lanky, uh, that kind of thing, and uh, I, I was I was pretty impressed with what she had to say. I mean, wow. and the area, you know, I'm not going to get real specific on the area, but uh, the area is pretty rural. A lot of farms, um, not a whole lot going on in that area. Really laid back. A lot of water and uh, a lot of a lot of ponds on on properties. So, uh, yeah, I don't know exactly. I've not heard anything from her lately, I, and I don't bother people. I, you know, if she wants to give me a call or, or contact me, she can. But, you know, it, this may have been a one-time thing, maybe a one-week thing that was going on with her. But, but that's those are the only two things that have really been going on with me lately. Uh, and, again, it's not really with me, but just people that have been contacting me and talking to me about things. So Sounds sounds. Pretty good though. You've had a pretty good, what, couple of months that's happened. Yeah, two yeah, sightings actually, or two yeah, reports. It's, that's usually how it happens. I mean, it's it's always hit and miss. I mean, every month or two, I'll get somebody gives me an email or or shoots me some information, and I, I'll talk to them and 
And, um, but you know, it, it goes, it just, it is what it is. Um, again, not a whole lot of people know I'm out here. And, uh, even if they did, a lot of people just don't want to talk about it, but I know mm. it's happening. I know it's happening all over the place. I, I'm, I'm convinced that there are a lot more sightings out there than people are willing to talk about. Um, they're out there. Yeah. Um, man, David was watching a news report from CBS. I don't know how old it was, but, um, it, what was the name of the team that was, it was a team of scientists. I forgot. And they were in Texas. Yeah. Uh, can't think of the name of their team. Oh, Bigfoot research or something like that, wasn't it? Dang. I've got it on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, they they had a big news report on it that they've been studying this uh the DNA that they found. And uh they were following what, a family of four? Uh no, it was a mother and a daughter. They were following a mother and a daughter. Somewhere in Texas, yeah. they collected a bunch of DNA and they sent it off. And and a doctor was she was actually up there talking about the DNA, right? And it was actually wow. some of it was it was they they called it a hybrid hybrid. Some of it was human. Some of it was out of this. They never seen it before, so yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, and it was well, cool. and they job. were and they were scientists, so they were. Uh, Who was that having to do with the uh, the Bigfoot report from Melba Ketchum several years ago that got all the ridicule and a lot of the people that were in the Bigfoot community, but uh, practically burned that lady at the stake because they weren't willing to admit the possibility that there was human DNA involved. That may have been I'm, maybe it was a CBS news report. Yeah, and yeah. and they straight up acknowledged that there was a. Uh, um, Human, it was human DNA, and they they straight up called it a hybrid. Uh, they said yeah. that that from and it, there was a team of scientists, and they said that from what they could tell, um, it was actually a language that they were speaking, right? And um, and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're like these these aren't just apes. <laughs> well, you know, there you go. You've already thrown a wrench in it. You already know, you've already. You've already thrown out the conspiracy theories, and you've already made a big. You made, oh my goodness, David, Jason, you really messed up now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Isn't that what no, we like to do? <laughs> here it is. You've got, you've got, so many different camps in the Bigfoot community. Uh, you've got the the ape hypothesis, and then you've got the hybrid hypothesis. You've got the the um, the Neanderthal type hypothesis. You've got all these ideas, and it seems like uh, the the eight people really don't like the people who are into anything else. And, of course, you know, I'm not – I can't say one way or the other. I'm not really sure. But everything that I have seen and heard and understand from a lot of the people that I have talked to personally, you know, I just can't – I just can't fall into the eight category just yet. I really can't. There's something else going on. Um, there's something deeper going on. Um, you know, there's for years people have gathered DNA evidence, and it always comes back that there's human DNA in there. Therefore, it's tainted. You can't be used because the human that obtained that DNA has damaged it, has 
right. contaminated that DNA. Okay, that's always been the same. Well, it's always been the problem. Right. But the problem is they never go to that next step and say, well, if, it, if, if the person that collected that DNA uh, damaged that DNA with his own DNA or her own DNA, why don't they just do a DNA test on that person? Right and prove whether or not the DNA that they found in this specimen Was is them. the DNA of the person that gathered it. Absolutely. They never go that deep. They never go that far. <laughs> well, you, you know, know these people... Why don't they go that far? Yeah, and these people straight up said, you know, hybrid, that it was definitely human DNA with something fully unknown, never been never been exactly. done before. And, the, exactly. and these people, I, I don't... I mean... You know, I'm I'm not there over their shoulder, but I mean, you would think that actual scientists that are doing this study, um, and they and every one of them were, would know how to collect a specimen without contaminating it. Right, right. But you know, I, I know again, people who actually collected DNA for that for that project, and I think it was called the Sasquatch or the Bigfoot Genome Project. Yes, That's it. that was it. That was it. Does that sound familiar? Well, that yep. you know that that happened probably, my gosh, seven or eight years ago. Actually, I think it's been that long. Uh, let me uh, check that real quick. I'm I'm sitting here in front of my computer as well, so yeah, I, I was, can get this. I think it was 2013. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a there's a whole website on it. They've got a website. They've you know, the, one of the things that uh, probably threw me off on, there is a photograph on here that looks like Chewbacca from Star Wars. <laughs> yes. This, this, is the, this is the elephant in the room for me. That picture makes me think twice about everything that's going on with the Sasquatch Genome Project. But that doesn't mean that what they found... Right was not legitimate, you know. You, you, uh, you know, people are people. People are going to do things to try to bring credibility to whatever it is they're doing, and and sometimes people do stupid things. Um, if that's a bigfoot in that picture, you know, wow, wow, you know, um, George Lucas knew something we didn't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. All right, some that that and could be a conspiracy theory out there. Yeah, that is a conspiracy theory that, you know, Lucas may, George Lucas may have seen a Bigfoot when he was a kid and it just kept ringing in his mind and said, oh, I've got to put that in a movie. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's put a, a few rounds of uh, ammunition around his belt and call it a Chewbacca. <laughs> yes. And you just never know. You yeah. just never know. But, um, but, yeah, there was a lot of flack. I mean, the people that were involved in this got a lot of ridicule, a lot of a lot of kickback from um, the mainstream Bigfoot community, the ones that we know most, or the most popular ones, I suppose you would say. Right. A lot of them kicked back against them and called them, you know, charlatans and, and non-scientific data and all this kind of stuff. And I don't have any, you know, I don't have any way to know for sure one way or the other because I'm not a scientist and I don't do things scientifically. So I can't say one way or the other if there was anything to that. Um, but there were a lot of a lot of smart people involved. So yeah, I know. Um, you know, just from that little little one we watched, they had some pretty good video too. 
Yeah. Was, I was like, man, I I would have never have thought Texas, <laughs> Bigfoot in Texas, you know. <laughs> but uh, Eastern Texas, you know, that's, there's a lot of stuff going on in Eastern Texas. The farther west you go into Texas, the browner it gets. I spent some time in Texas. I didn't think you lived, you lived there for several years yes. yourself, right? That's, yes, sure did. Um, I mean, once you get away from, uh, what was the place? Gosh, I can't even remember the name of the town we went through. But of course, Texarkana. Yep. Down in the, yep. where it crosses over from Arkansas. And, yep. I mean, it's real to... green and lush. And then the farther the farther west you get, the closer to Dallas you get, the browner it gets. And then it just becomes, in my opinion, a wasteland. So <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. I guess things is on. I mean, it's just a dry, desert-looking place. It's, just, it's not Tennessee Hills, so it's not for me. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, you get into another landscape when you get out there, out in yeah, West Texas. You know, Eastern Texas and, and Western Louisiana and Arkansas, a lot of swamps, a lot of pine pickets and pine forests. I mean, it's prime location for that kind of thing, um, yeah. just like the hills of Tennessee. Um, you know, you can, look at, um, you can look at maps and data of the United States of Bigfoot sightings, and, and as you get to the Midwest and start looking through Kansas and, and, and places – in, in those areas where you got that dryness, now, there's not a whole lot going on. It's just flat land and farmland. There's not a lot of wooded areas, a lot, a lot of water, and they don't they don't tend to hang out in places like that. But if there's a lot of water and a lot of tree line and a lot of places to hide, they'll be there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could I could definitely see it. I mean, if there's if there's a lot of water. And things like that, then you know there's going to be a, an abundance of food, you know, sources too. Right. So, and right. uh, and bedding sources, I guess, and places to bed down and, and sleep because I think most of them make a bed of some kind, like a nest or something, don't they? Well, yeah, that's that's debatable. Of course, um, a lot of people find these uh, these things that look like bedding nests where something has placed moss and tree limbs and all kinds of leaves and stuff in an area. Uh, of course. Uh, anywhere where there's a lot of caves in the area, they're going to use those caves. Um, you know, I've, I've heard some strange stories. Uh, I had I had a lady tell me a story once from out in West Tennessee. That she was when she was a kid, her dad took her deer hunting, and she was in a tree stand. He left in a tree stand, and right about daybreak, there was about an inch of snow on the ground, and out about 40 yards in front of her, she saw the ground start to shake and rumble, and this thing coming out of the ground, um, it was a, it was a Sasquatch, and it was it was basically it had laid down in a, in a like a, a ditch in the in in the ground and covered itself over with leaves, and it was sleeping under those leaves overnight, and it had snowed that night, and had about an inch of snow on top of those leaves and on that Sasquatch and got up and left. Didn't even know she was there. If it did know she was there, she didn't realize it. But it just got up, dusted itself off, and walked on off into the woods. <laughs> and, I mean, I, they're just, they just take whatever they can find, sleep wherever they can find a place to sleep. So. Yeah. Yep. I've, I've heard stories of where you know, things hanging out in old abandoned barns and old houses and things like that out in the woods. You know, people abandon properties all the time. You know, you can, you can walk into places in the, in the Smoky Mountains and find, find old cabins and remains of old outbuildings and stuff like that. I mean, if they're there and they need to be in, need to find shelters, I'm sure they'll, they'll get in there and find them a place to lay down. <laughs> I've got you a funny story. 
So we go through a place called Kalispell up in Montana uh, quite a bit. And so here's, uh, this is from Kalispell. It says, Bigfoot impersonator Randy Lee Tinley was run over twice and killed as he stood on a Montana highway. Tinley hoped to fool people into thinking that they had seen Bigfoot. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Well, at least he didn't get shot. Right. Is he, I mean, that would be the thing I'd be afraid of. He was... Some knucklehead with a gun. Like, I'm going to have me a Bigfoot trophy and take it. a man out. That's you know? it. <laughs> yep, he was, on, <laughs> he was on Highway 93 south of Kalispell. Said that the yeah. 44-year-old man was run over not once but twice. It didn't. It doesn't say. It says that he was wearing a ghillie suit, though. He was wearing a ghillie suit. Oh, good grief! Yeah. Good grief. <laughs> it says a car driven by a teenager was a- unable to stop before hitting him, who was standing yeah. standing on the right lane of the highway. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, uh... Yep. There you go. <laughs> There's just some crazy news. <laughs> yeah. People do crazy things. I mean, no way around that. <laughs> crazy news. Crazy news. <laughs> There's another one here. Um, it says Bigfoot video from Provo Canyon. So that's in Utah. Um, Spike TV offers a $10 million bounty. Wow. It says um, Spike TV offered $10 million for any individual or group that could provide indisputable evidence of the great northern Sasquatch or Bigfoot. As footage has emerged online that is being touted, tout, touted as possible sighting in Provo Canyon, Utah. That's funny. Hmm. Well, I bet, but I've, I've seen a couple of videos from Provo. Uh, there was one in particular that you can find on Facebook that uh, I was impressed with. There was something about it, and I think actually that's what I just pulled that up that I'm looking at that. Provo Canyon Bigfoot Encounter. Yeah, this is, let's see. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah you got me at a bad time. You know, you got me in front of my computer, and I can look at the stuff and, Yes. Check this out myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect no, time. That's that was the one where the school kids caught that thing on tape. I remember when that happened. That was interesting. Well, I don't know what that was. But, um, um, I, I saw one from Provo Canyon. I think it was Provo Canyon where the, this guy was hiking. And uh, the subject that he was filming threw rocks or threw sticks at him. He had a funny way of throwing it. It was... Um, it was almost like how a baseball player throws a baseball, but it was it was sidearm. It, it, it oh. didn't come when when he, when the uh, the subject threw the stick or off or whatever it was. I don't remember. It threw it lengthways off of its arm. It didn't throw overhand. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It stretched it stretched its arm arm out straight before it slung whatever it was it was throwing. And I found that to be impressive. I found that to be different. Um, it just looked like something inhuman doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. I'm it sitting just, here trying to do it. it you know? It's a very and awkward then, uh, feeling. Uh, 
There's the uh, the guy called what's his name? Um, Thinker Thunker. Do you ever watch any of those Thinker Thunker videos about Bigfoot? No. Um, yeah, there's a guy called Thinker Thunker. He's on he's on uh, YouTube. He has a Bigfoot channel, and he uh, he picks apart Bigfoot videos. And there's one particular video where some uh, some loggers out out west somewhere got a video of this thing throwing a log at them. And he estimated this log was probably six or eight inches in diameter and 12 to 15 feet long. Dang. And that log soared through the air. Now, I'm not, I don't remember exactly how he came to that, but he had a very scientific way of looking at, at these videos that he was sharing with people. I'm going to um, put a kilt on him and bring him to... Uh... Next year when we go over <laughs> exactly. here and have the uh, uh, Scots Irish Festival, so he can start doing those uh, those pole tosses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it was very similar to that. I, it really was like the pole toss that you mentioned. And the way yeah. it was thrown, it was thrown very similar to that. So, yeah, buddy. but it was one. This is my buddy Sass. <laughs> I'll be like, this is my buddy Sass. He's a good pole tosser. <laughs> Might want to move move everybody out of the stands because he's about to throw this sucker. Everybody <laughs> 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 back up. That's right. uh, that'd be cool. <laughs> um, so um, when when uh, when we go to the uh, the uh, um, thing that's coming next week, right? Um, what are you going to be doing there? Aren't you going to be speaking now? I'm not actually speaking. Like I said, there's going to be a um, a portion of the conference where uh, there will be some people who have been chosen to tell their story. Mm-hmm. And I will sort of be kind of introducing those people and maybe asking them a question or two gotcha. as they're on the stage. Okay. That kind of thing. Um, it's going to be during the lunchtime, so I probably won't have very many people in there listening to me. Mm. So... Um, but, oh, um, yeah, you'll have to. I think that will be around 12 noon when I'll be up there helping those guys do that. Okay. Uh, but other than that, I'll, I'll have a little booth there. I'll be trying to sell my T-shirts, and I'll be talking to people, hoping that people will will share with me or get back with me at some point. I mean, of course, East Tennessee only. That's all I do. I mean, there's right. – but I know people from all over the country I can hook people up with, so, so I might be able to help people out that way. Yep, that I can't wait. This is going to be my first time going to a conference like this, so I'm, I'm like excited. Well, I, I would I would advise. I mean, I would recommend you make an old, a whole day of it. Don't I mean try to see as much as you can. I mean, uh, the people that they've got. I mean, some of the guys they've got, they're they're pretty well known. Ken Gerard, of course, Bobo's going to be there. Adam Davies is going to be there, and. Um, Amy Booth is going to be there. She, she's pretty well known in the Bigfoot world. I don't know if you've heard of her. But, uh, I reckon she's a character and a half. I've not met her personally, but she seems like a very nice lady. Um, and uh, let's see. There's, I hate to leave anybody out. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of people going to be there. And um, what we're hoping we'll be able to get a, a bunch. Just of people. in case any of them's listening, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> right? We could only hope. Um, yeah, yeah, I can only hope. Ohio Night Stalkers are going to be there? Ohio Night Stalkers, yeah. Those guys are going to be there. And uh, let's see. Lyle Blackburn. That's who I was missing. That's, that's who was going to be there. Lyle Blackburn's going to be there. Ken Gerard. Um, I think Adam Davies. I don't. I think he was he was scheduled to be there at that uh, crypto conference back in the October, but he wasn't able to make it. Um, I don't think it's going to be a bad show at all. Of course, you know, they had intended to have Jeff Meldrum and, and Bob Gimlin there. Yes, and uh, you know the this COVID nineteen business you know put a damper on a lot of things. And uh, I'm they, hoping they maybe they can get them back next year. Yeah, I mean. If it, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, you can't just write it off completely. I mean, they can, they can show up next year. I mean, it wouldn't be a big thing at all for them to come in time. So, I mean, of course, Bob Gimlin's getting on up in years, and I know we hate to hate for him to leave this world without me getting to meet him anyway. You know what I'm saying? That yep. kind of thing. I mean, I'm, I'm not being negative. I'm just. Well, that's and that's that's one of the things I was worried about, right? Because he's getting on up in the years and stuff, and I I was like, you know, mm-hmm. I would, you know, know, while he's coming into our backyard, and and this, you know, honestly, this COVID nineteen thing might put an end to his traveling and conferences Maybe. and all that kind of stuff. Yep. I mean, someone that old with you know any kind of um, immune problems or any kind of heart problems or anything like that. I mean, we don't want him to risk his life to come and talk to us about Bigfoot. I mean, it's right. not worth that. Right. And, um, hey, but you know, maybe maybe uh, if something like that is going on, maybe they could have some kind of a video conference for him or something, you know, where he's there, but it's in video or something next year or something. Yeah, yeah. And I think they've even, I think there's going to be something like that um, for just like a greeting or something. I think uh, the organizer mentioned something like that to me that he was going to have a word or two to say on a, on a pre-recorded video. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people are disappointed that those guys aren't going to be there. I mean, oh. Jeff, but um, you know, they still there's a good bunch of guys and gals going to be here for this thing, right? It's, it's going to be good. Uh, I don't think I don't think you'll be disappointed in any way, shape, or form. And of course, you know, I'm I'm sure Bobo will probably be the last speaker of the day. And yeah, he's worth waiting on. He's funny. Uh, he's just a real cut up, and and I think you'll have more fun with him as a comedian than as a Bigfoot researcher. I'll just be honest with you. He's just a <laughs> lot of fun. He's easy to get to know. He's a fun guy, and 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 I think I think you'll all enjoy him for sure. I've never i never heard Lyle Blackburn or Ken Gerard speak, but those guys are are knowledgeable people. They know a lot, and um, they have a lot to share. Yeah. Plus, everybody else is going to be there too. There, you know, there's a lot going on for those guys. Right. Yeah, I know I've seen, you know, some of the um, the BFRO that used to be on all the time on, I think it was Travel Channel, wasn't it, or one of those. And I used to watch it, and I, I actually got a kick out of Bobo because, you know, he, yeah. he was always, you know, did he look as big as me when I was standing out there? <laughs> was he taller? <laughs> uh, you might be surprised. I mean, you know, the last time I saw him, he had lost quite a bit of weight, and he'd cut his hair. So I mean, he could almost he could almost go through public life now and not be noticed. So, <laughs> almost, I mean, right? You just, have, you just have to know him, I suppose, at this point. But, 
doesn't look quite the same as he used to. Next, we'll see him running for mayor, then congressman, yeah. then senate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My name is Bobo Fay, and I've cleaned up. I'm not a big foot guy anymore. Trust me. You can trust me. <laughs> I won't use oh, any know, public I, office money friend, for hunting Bigfoot. My, my friend Tim Burchett, you know, he, he's, a, he's a U.S. congressman now. He used to be uh, Knox County mayor. Uh, he got a lot of flack for just talking about Bigfoot. I mean, his his rivals would use his Tim's belief in Bigfoot to counter, you know, that kind of thing. You know, they this guy believes in Bigfoot. How can you vote for somebody that believes in Bigfoot? That's how he was treated for that. That's funny. So, I mean, it's crazy. I know. Crazy. I know. They a few times Knoxville's had a Bigfoot, like a. I wouldn't say it was a conference though, but it was like a. I don't know, something like a street festival or something, didn't they? Uh, no, I've not, I've not heard of anything like that. No, they, uh, they had a MUFON conference up there at the convention center one year. Okay. I missed that one. But, uh, I know that when, uh, when that uh, Animal Planet Finding Bigfoot show came to East Tennessee that first time, uh, Burchett was county mayor, and he got – a lot of people involved in that and had a Knox County Bigfoot Day. So uh, I think that was where he got a lot of slack from a lot of people over stuff like that. So I think maybe that's the one that I was uh, um, thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the one. Because that, um, I remember um, it was on one of their shows when they was coming back to the Knoxville area. Right. And they were talking about the uh, about being here for one of those or something like that. Yeah. So. So yeah, I think it's going to be a good conference. I think it'll. I think it'll be a great time. I mean, there'll be a lot of vendors there. If you like Bigfoot merchandise, you're going to find all kinds of it. Our our and buddies that make our find... our buddies that make our shirts are going to be there. Are they? Oh, yep. cool. Cool. Yep. So, uh, you know, there's going to be all kinds of stuff going on there. Um, it's just going to be a fun time. I'm sure it will. I can't wait. Ooh. I know as long as long as you're outside there, you don't have to wear a mask. So. Okay. Well, I say I don't know what the I don't know what the rules are. I'm sure that if you know, I would have one in my pocket just in case. <laughs> hey, yeah. Um, they uh, all of Sevier County is required if you're indoors to wear a mask, but outdoors you're not. And I guess if you're right. eating or whatever, of course you're not then. But from the door to the table, you'd have to wear it or something like that. Right. And I'm wondering, too, I mean, I, I saw a uh, I saw a report uh, on one of the news channels here a few days back about Disneyland in California reopening. And... You were not allowed to wear cloth masks. You weren't allowed to use a handmade or a special, you know, custom-made mask. You had to use the over-the-ear surgical-type masks, or that you weren't allowed in. So I don't, I don't think anything like that's going on. Because I don't have any of those. I've got my mother-in-law made me a bunch of masks. I've been wearing. <laughs> hey, uh, they they did not say um, that they had to be any kind of special masks. So. Oh, good. I, yeah. I hope they don't try to make it 
specific because yeah. Yeah, most most gets, places that we really get to don't. Stupid in my mind anyway, but yeah. it gets even more stupid when they have to get real oh, real man. picky about it. I'm telling you, yeah, I I I have I can say one thing about our uh, Loudon mayor is that, you know, he's like, no, I am not doing that. Right. So I was happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our county mayor is not ordering it either, but you know, you you got well. I, I don't want to get off on the COVID subject, right. but my goodness, you know, it's, it's part of life. I mean, all the stores around here are starting to mandate it. If you don't have a mask on, you can't come yes. in. Yes, Walmart. Um, Walmart, Food City, um, some of these other places around here local are doing the same thing. So, yeah. No, I guess we comply or we stay home, whatever. Well, whatever once, people want to do. Once Trump's reelected, it'll it'll be over. <laughs> I don't think so. I um I do want to bring up one thing that I've heard on the news. David's heard it about the uh testing. Oh yeah. Can you can you tell me what you I, I've read it, but yeah, you probably I remember shared, it better I think than I even I shared it with Matt, and I've shared it with a bunch of people, uh, where they, the CDC came out and said, oh, um, by the way, and this is something we could go back on our older shows and even pull up, because I, we mentioned this on our older shows. Yeah, we're good predictors. So, so they said, oh, um, we've been getting a lot of false positives on this uh-huh. COVID, because it right. is a strain of what flu? Of coronavirus, the coronavirus, right? So if Which you is, have any yeah. coronavirus, it doesn't have to be the right. COVID nineteen, but any coronavirus, and guess what? You're going to yeah. pop positive. Uh, is not the common cold a type of yes, coronavirus? Yes, absolutely is. So they had, I mean, what does that say? Well, two uh, months ago, two months ago or better, we said on this on this show, and I hate to pull you know pull our own chain, but we said on this show during one of our conspiracy shows about this, is that um, we were saying that since it is a coronavirus, it is just a type of coronavirus, that the this new test will not be able to dif- differentiate between the two. And now they're finally right. coming out and saying, oh, guess what? We can't differentiate between them. <laughs> Crazy. And I, that, I that, even seen where... Uh... They're, they're saying the 80 newborn babies have tested positive. Right. I saw that, too. I saw that this afternoon, yeah. I just don't believe that. I mean, well, I don't know. I just can't believe it. There, I, I think once the election's over, it'll disappear. It'll, yeah. either, it, it'll either disappear or it'll kill us all. <laughs> yeah. Monday. One or the other. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know this thing exists. I know it's real. I know COVID nineteen is a real disease. I it know it's a virus. Yep. You know we can't deny that. I, I know people who've had it. I know people yep. who I know of people who have died from it. Yeah. But you know, if I I have I've determined that I you know, I'm not going to live in fear. No. Nope. I just can't. Well, I can't. Statistically proven, mm-hmm. it's less than one percent that have even gotten it. And then even less than that, yeah. that's even died from it. So, I mean, right. why are you going to run scared for, of something that's less than 1% of the population anyway? Right. Yeah. Right. 
That's what's terrible. I mean, how, terrible. Can, how can, can, I mean, most of the time, those who die from it are already compromised in some way. That's right. They're immunocompromised. Right. So if this didn't kill them, um, next year's flu or something else would have. Yeah. I mean. Right. So, you know. I'm, you know, I'm, in uh, December last year, my brother, I, I could swear the symptoms were the same of what he was yeah. going through. And, I mean, it, it took him out, but like, I don't think they tested for coronavirus back in. But, no. But still, he was having something in his lungs that was, they couldn't tell what it was. And I just, I believe with all my heart that that got him. Yeah. Yep. That's I mean, terrible. I, I, I know some people, I work with some people who got very sick. I mean, sick back, back in November and December. And I even had a bout or something that lasted on me for two or three days. And it, the worst night of it was some of the worst fever I've ever experienced in my life that I got over. And I go to the doctor, oh, you just got some virus. You got some kind of virus going around. There's something, kind of something going around. And then, you know, March hits, COVID-19, COVID-19, COVID-19. Yep. So, yep. I know, have a some question. Some already had the dadgum stuff and just didn't know it. Yeah, I think yeah. I did on the truck. Uh, I got sick for a whole week while I was driving. Same here. I was sick before Christmas for at least a week. And yeah chilling and fever worse fever you're talking about 103 i have a question yeah. for you do you think do you think that any and all of this stuff that we are capable of getting that bigfoot would be capable of getting well i would i would think that if and this is a very big if if indeed sasquatch is somehow related to us why not? Right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not heard anybody say anything about chimpanzees or anything, orangutans right. or gorillas at zoos. And I've not heard anything about them contracting it. That doesn't mean it's not possible, but I've just not heard it. But I hear people talking about their dogs getting it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I really don't. I mean, if, <laughs> a friend of mine sent me a. Uh, a meme the other day of a Bigfoot in the woods with a mask on. I just, I like to die. So that's why he's staying away. That's another reason because he don't want our germs. <laughs> he's like, ooh. He goes, I live in the woods <laughs> and I don't take baths like you do and don't have to worry about the stuff y'all guys do. <laughs> right. right. I, I still, I still think uh, the other theories, what, what I like the most is the interdimensional theory of where they are where they came from yeah yeah if you know i've i don't know i don't know jason i that that gets so deep that gets so out there it's just so i can't wrap my head around that kind of thing but but i don't know well you know i'm not gonna say right Right. Well, I mean, you you have like a Skinwalker Ranch where where um, you know exactly. they've seen them coming out of portals. Yeah, right. my, my kids are all into the upside down now, and they're just right. five I and six. I talked to y'all guys the last time about those portals. Yes. Now I mentioned to you that that one scene in the, that Star Trek movie where right. they were flying the Klingon ship to the past. Right. To get the whales. Yeah. Remember that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And they landed at the park, and the door of the ship opened, and you couldn't see the ship. But when you opened the door, you saw inside the ship, and it looked like a portal. Yeah. You know, yep. maybe that's kind of things going on. I mean, I, I, I think right. more of that than I do just some kind of dimensional thing. But who knows? Who knows? I, I don't know. And some of the things I've heard and seen, it, well, not seen, but people have told me they have seen, it's pretty creepy. Yeah. Jeff says he can dig some portals. Some <laughs> portholes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff says I could dig portals. <laughs> Have you ever heard of um Jack Carey? No, I haven't. He's a zoo cryptozoologist and he he studied for decades and he's he thinks that it's plausible that Bigfoot is being abducted by UFOs in much the same way humans are to study its DNA. Yeah. He says he thinks twenty percent of Bigfoot sightings coincide with UFOs. Well, that that I makes sense. That. I believe that. I believe that. I've had I've had I've had reports sent to me where Bigfoot sightings and UFO sightings are right right with each other. Yeah. Same at the same time, same kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. I but can... I, I like the concept of the idea that uh, UFOs are taking humans up and turning them into Bigfoots. There you go. <laughs> the ones that never come back, they they get brought back as Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. You never never do find them. And we we go back and talk about that DNA study that everybody thought was a joke. What if? I mean, what if over the years? What if over the years? I mean, and and Sasquatch is a type of human, and they're very aggressive, and they do things that you know they ought not do, and they steal women and children and use them to procreate and reproduce their species. Yeah, and because because that uh, that Sasquatch or Bigfoot Genome Project, whatever it was called, called said that the, the mitochondrial DNA, that is mother DNA, the female DNA was human. The female side of the DNA was human. the The male side was the unknown. See, so yeah, so that's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Then that then that plays right into that Nephilim theory, you know, the fallen angel theory too. So. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Dang. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real deep rabbit hole. Jeff is like we're attempted to procreate. You saying the aliens, Jeff? The aliens are trying to attempt to procreate with the with the Bigfoots. Bigfoot aliens. That'd be some Harry Grays. <laughs> Maybe they're trying not to be four foot tall no more. Maybe they're trying to get six foot tall. um, (laughs) The idea that uh, Bigfoot's just a suit. Oh yeah, you know I've I've uh, heard a couple of those where um, someone said that they had shot one or or something had happened, and when they went there, it was like like uh, an empty shell. Yeah, yeah, Hmm. yeah. I've I've heard that theory a couple of times. And I think they said that light, like, kind of, they saw light orbs go up and, and leave, and then the shells were just yeah. left. And yeah. uh, and it makes me think of, uh, what was that old movie? Um, where they kept those things in the water. Those big... Uh, cocoon. 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 Yes, Cocoon. Remember oh, Cocoon? Cocoon? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
it kind of reminds me of Cocoon when they talk about that because that's how Cocoon was, you know. Right. So, I don't know. They were really light type <laughs> beings, you know, <laughs> and suits. <laughs> yeah. It gets deep, guys. It really does. <laughs> Like, and I think I think that's a that's a good re- I think that's a real reason why a lot of the more mainstream researchers stay away from it. Yeah, they they don't even talk about it because they're afraid their peers will make fun of them and kick them out of the club. Right. You know, I don't I don't study any of these possibilities, but I just know they're out there, and I like to talk about it. I like to get people's reactions, and and I don't reckon I'm in anybody's club right now, so I don't know. Huh. You're in our club. You're in the Project Dark Corona Club. That's where I'd rather be. (laughs) You're staying right here. Hey, you know, we'll let you talk about whatever you want. (laughs) 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 Uh, But, yeah, I I don't know. I think think it's fun to kind of dabble in, in some of the other stuff, you know. I mean, obviously, I think that they they have to be physical somehow because of the fact that, you know, they leave footprints. Yeah. You know, um, like you was talking about before, you know, and that might be just, you know, hey, I went this way or, or I mean, I guess anything, right? It could be whatever, but, you know, people are thinking that they might be markers since it's only like one or two feet, you know, prints that they actually ever leave. Right. It's like it's right. intentional. Or maybe that's yeah. where the tear and uh the space time thing happened in the <laughs> their uh they stepped through the to our dimension you never know hmm. or yeah. stepped out one heavy foot you know there is time. something called the mock effect that nasa has uh been testing oh really yeah it's about um it's a sound principle in physics tested it employs to use fluctuations created by a body of mass as it accelerates that are in turn used to generate thrust. And they believe that the Earth's fluctuations can create momentarily tears in the electromagnetic membrane separating our universe with the parallel one, which they're studying this in Oak Ridge. Oak Ridge right now, yeah. And they've, I think they've already, you know, done something and and proven that there are other dimensions that they can open well you know they they know for a fact with the three-dimensional space that we have they said mathematics that they have to give for at least a minimum of 11 dimensions and they said if there's 11 dimensions and mathematically there has to be an infinite number it's funny Mm. how math works isn't it (laughs) yeah wow yeah, maybe go, maybe there's hmm. another dimension where where the humans live in the forest and the and the uh, the Bigfoot have houses and and they step over here to try to see what it's like, you know, over here. <laughs> maybe. maybe they're tired of those humans, maybe. you know. Maybe they trap them, you know. <laughs> they're like, God, these things keep getting to my yard and using the bathroom. <laughs> Here's something I I've never heard anybody talk about yeah let's say let's say if these these things if these creatures are indeed dimensional travelers uh did they develop the technology to do the dimensional traveling mm-hmm. and if they did 
how far beyond the pale are they in comparison to us? Right. And as far as intelligence, but then they come over here and they eat tree bark and they don't use fire. Right. <laughs> what's up with that? Yeah. Then again, maybe in their world or their universe, fire is not a tool. Fire is just a concept that happens naturally. So yeah, that's. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you know, like we was talking about on your last show. You know, they could be a uh, level one civilization living living amongst us, a level zero. Yeah. You know, and uh, and that's yeah. that's what makes it hard for us to find them. Right. Wow. That's possible. Yeah, I just, there's just so much. It's a whole lot of speculation, guys. Right. I mean, I really, I That's mean, it. I can, we can, we can discuss it and, <laughs> and have fun with it. And I love doing this. But, but the bottom line is, I mean, I know I, there may be somebody out there listening to us. Yeah, there ain't no way these things don't live. They're not real. But, you know, I can guarantee you in my own heart, my mind, I know they're real. Well, I told you I, I had a, I had an encounter. Yeah, I mean, and, they're, they're out there. And it was, you know, it was brief, but um, but I know what I saw. <laughs> I know how big it was too. I was in a transfer truck, and when something that big, you know, runs in front of you, it's it's not a, a guy in a, a a ghillie suit for sure. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> not unless he's about nine foot tall, you know. Yeah. Uh, that thing was that thing was huge. <laughs> And he was smart yeah. enough to, to cross the road just right outside of the, the, the how far my, my lights on the truck went, you know. Yeah. So, so see, that, that, that poses a question in my mind. Was that just a happenstance occurrence? Uh, possibly. because was it actually observing you, knowing you were coming, and did what it did at just the right time, just enough so you could see enough of it to know that it was real right yeah I mean, and that's um and that's the thing is like because it was a foggy night it wasn't too foggy but it was foggy and that's what was making the the lights you know the headlights only go so far right and and uh and then this thing came up i mean like i said just enough to where my lights were hitting that fog and and i saw this massive thing and he just took, I mean, and you're on a, you know, I'm on a four lane or a, a two lane interstate at that point. Um, and, right. and, and it's in, um, I was in uh, Washington, if I'm not mistaken. I text you as soon as it happened. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I text you the time. Um, I text you the mile marker I was at and everything. <laughs> uh, but, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, he took like. If three, I don't make it here, I. This is where I was. Yeah. Uh, he took yeah. like three steps and crossed that, uh, you know, from not both shoulders on both sides of the road and the two-lane right. two uh, interstate, uh, like three steps crossed all the way over from one side to the other. Wow. And, and, and a human ain't doing that unless you're no. maybe at a full sprint maybe, you know, um, and, and got a Superman yeah, gate. Even then, that's going to be a difficult thing. Yeah. Yeah. And this thing wasn't running, though. Yeah, that's not possible. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It wasn't running, so it's not like you know. <laughs> uh, I was like, "Holy moly! I cannot believe what I just saw." <laughs> right. 
right. I got on my phone and I was like, I gotta text Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's gotta find out about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Jeff yeah. says Jeff says it was hoping I would stop. It might be. It might have been like, what's up? Uh, it was somebody in a suit. <laughs> he he would got he would got run over. I don't know. I don't see yeah, how a person could take. You know, that's another thing too. Why would anybody be in a suit at that time of the morning? Yeah. Just out there to mess with a trucker, you know? Yeah, yeah, and hope uh, not to get run over. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like what Jeff said up there. I think Jeff said it. What? They're just avatars. <laughs> Yep, for for interdimensional hatchers in this hackers. Sim- oh, hackers in this simulation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hey, maybe they're coming in working on stuff. So, yeah, it's weird, weird, weird. So, yep. And most sightings—they're all. The, I mean, most sightings are the type of sighting that you've had, David. It's just a road crossing, something, just a glimpse. Something that happened just out of nowhere. And, you know, that friend of mine I mentioned to you that I hope to get to come up next weekend and talk about what he saw. He was, um, I think he was installing a dish network or something at one time back in several years ago, back when he was working for them. And um, he was in Sunbright, Tennessee, in Morgan County. And uh, broad daylight, thing walked right out in the road in front of him. I mean, he got a look. He got a good look at a Sasquatch. And to hear him describe it was just some missing skills down there. So, uh, I mean, he's, he's huge. <laughs> Looked at him as he crossed, crossed the road, and it just you know, it was a life-changing event. Yeah, when I saw it, I was just like, holy moly. I mean, this thing, you know, I'm in an 18-wheeler, and I'm sitting, you know, up way up off the ground. And right. and this thing is like, if I pulled up next to him, he could literally be standing straight on his feet and look at me through my side, my window. I mean, that's how yeah. tall this thing was. I was just like, and that alone is what I was like, whoa. And then the sure bulk of how big it was. Yeah. Um, wow. I was just like, you know, and, and uh, you know, again, bipedal. It, uh, you know, within three steps, it went boom. Boom, boom, and it was off on the other side of the road. And I was just like, yeah. holy moly. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, like I said, like you said, a life-changing event because, you know, I've been, we've been talking about these things, and I've been watching stuff about them for years, and, and uh, I guess I finally got my chance. <laughs> yeah. uh, being a truck driver paid off. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah i was i was amazed i was also like i said i was so amazed i did something that i never do and i was texting you while i was driving <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, holy crap matt i gotta tell matt <laughs> uh, yeah I, I thought it was i thought it was awesome so uh um, I know you could only stay with us for just a little bit tonight, Matt, because you have you have other things that you have to do and and stuff. Right. Uh, so I didn't want to keep you too much longer than than uh, 
than you had said that you could be on? Or, or... Well, I've got probably another, I mean, if you've got the time, I've oh, yeah. got another 20, 30 minutes. I mean, awesome. I, can, I can hang out here about 9.30. Okay. Heck, yeah. If I've got any more questions or anything you want to talk about, I mean. Yeah. Um, hey, yeah once you get me started, I'll start running my mouth. So you guys have to stop <laughs> shutting me up. I mean, oh, you no. got the control of the hey, yeah. machine. <laughs> hey, we, uh, we've, we've got a three-hour show. You know, we like to stay on three hours. <laughs> <laughs> we like it talking. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> I always like having the opportunity. Yeah, we always enjoy having you on because you, you know, you always, you know, shed the light on on some stuff and and uh, and everything. Sorry, I just got a text. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Uh, we are live, right? Now, someone texted me. Sorry, everybody. Someone texted me and asked me uh, if we were still on. <laughs> I was like, yes, we are still on. <laughs> um, Jeff Reagan says he likes the third hour because we we go crazy on the third hour. <laughs> Lack of sleep, is that what it is? <laughs> It's third hour is like all gloves go off and it's just fun time then. <laughs> third hour is, 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 uh, yeah, it's, it's party hour for third hour. <laughs> um, yep. Um, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, I hear him. You hear him? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, so do you? Uh, anyway. Do you have? Uh, so you had two little stories that you had to share that you got to share with us. Do you have any other kind of stories? Ah, uh, man, you know I have. I've got so many. It's like garbage in, garbage out. I mean, and I'm not saying it's garbage. I'm just saying my mind just can't keep it all. And uh, several years ago, I stopped writing it down. Uh, I tried to, I tried to make my web page, my website, kind of like BFRO's website with with actual citing reports that people could go on there and read. Yeah. And I found that you know, as as people progress in the social media world, not a lot of people reading them. So I stopped. I just I just let it go and. Uh, you know, my website is now just a web presence, basically, to push you on over to the Facebook page. And if I do anything, if I do share anything, I share it on the Facebook page. Yeah, I know but, you, um, you usually have some pretty good uh, videos and stuff sometimes on there. Yeah, sometimes. I, I mean, I try to share things that I find relevant. Uh, and, again, I mean, there's a lot of things. Relevant is speculative at <laughs> best. Uh, there's some things I post on there just because it's, from around here, uh, other times I post it because it's just so ridiculous. Um, but I really don't have a whole lot to post. Uh, there's just not a whole lot going on for us. Um, the people that are in my group, I know they get disappointed with me and they don't understand why not a lot of stuff's going on. But if it's not happening, it's not happening. I don't right. make it up. Right. Um, you know, people... Now, there are, there are Facebook pages and web pages where these people go out in the woods every week and they take pictures of tree trunks. You know, <laughs> they, and they, and, and, okay. It's a tree trunk. That's awesome. 
but it's a tree trunk. <laughs> uh, we've had a we had a long walk today, but they don't ever show us anything. You know, yeah. they just they're just taking us along for the for the hike or the trip. And I guess that's cool for some folks, but but it's not me. If if it's not happening, I'm not sharing it. So, and I can't make it up as I go. And right. <clears throat> well, I mean, that gives some but validity I, to it, though. There's been there's been a lot of people. I mean, I've had this one guy. And I wish he would get back with me, and he never has. And I'm really concerned that maybe he was pulling pulling my leg uh, for a lot of it. But um, for the longest time, I did my dead level best to try to convince him to let me to come to his property and do an investigation, and he never would. It just didn't happen, and now I don't even hear from him anymore. Hmm. So uh, I've had a lot of people contact me and want to talk to me about these things. But then when the rubber meets the road and we have to do an investigation, and that's what I want to do is I want to come out there and look around. Right. Yeah. They just, they don't let it happen. They won't let it happen. So, yeah. I mean, that, I think ultimately what I've become for a lot of people is kind of like a, a social worker, with uh-huh. a, a psychologist. Yeah. Yeah, you allow them to get it, get it off their shoulders if they've seen something and they know yeah. they're not going to be called crazy. And then they're like, okay, I'm good. Right. Yeah, I mean, and that's fine too. I mean, I don't mind that at all. I, I will listen to anybody's story. I love to hear them, uh, and I don't judge anybody based on what what's going on. Um, I try to make heads or tails of it, and usually, if and I think I've, I've, there's been a few phone calls, there's been a few emails that seemed a bit fishy to me, and uh, I call them out on some things, and they just don't contact me anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. I have to, you know, I had I had some people get upset with me because I told them you know that's not a bigfoot track they they sent some pictures that's not a bigfoot track it's not a bigfoot track I how can you know it's not a bigfoot track I said well I have my reasons to think it's not a bigfoot track and you and then so you're being the type of person who would make people not to tell your story and not want to share their information and I told him I said did you see a bigfoot make a track he said no I said well, look. I wasn't there to see a Bigfoot track, and neither were you. And we have, as, as researchers, investigators, whatever you want to call us, we have to eliminate every other possibility first. Right. We have to. Because more likely than not, it's not. <laughs> you know, I, I was sending picture the other day that, that really looked like a Bigfoot pick. And one of my members chimed in and said, you know, that looks kind of like a bear track double stepping. And he went on to take that same picture that I thought was a Bigfoot track and outline what he saw. And indeed, it, it started to look more and more like a double track bear track. Uh-huh. That happens a lot of times because bears step in their own tracks as they walk. And if the, if the claws don't indent, and a lot of times they don't, you got these big toes and then you've got this big heel and all of a sudden it's 10, 12, 15 inches long. Bigfoot. It looks like a human Bigfoot top track, and then no, it's a bear track. That makes sense because they walk on all fours. So then you'll get the front paw, and then when that back paw comes into that where that front paw was, exactly. comes into the back part exactly. of it, and bam, you've got a Bigfoot. Yeah. So I, the guy was upset with me because I wouldn't call it a Bigfoot track, but I just I just can't lend credence to doing that kind of thing because that misleads people. Right. 
Well, then it also misleading. it also would hurt your credibility if the guy's like, "Ha ha, hoaxed it." Exactly. You know. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I've I've had people send me pictures of you know you've seen them on uh, you can buy them on Amazon, you can buy them on eBay, you can buy them in store. They actually look like feet with rubber shoes. Yeah. They have the toes in them and everything. And if yep. you walk through the mud hole, it looks like a bare naked foot just walk through that mud hole. Yep. I've had people send me pictures of that stuff, and nobody measured it. Nobody measured the track. Nobody even put down a Coke can for scale. <laughs> and they said, this is a Bigfoot track. I said, no, it's not. Well, how do you know? Because you didn't measure it. Yeah. If it was 18 inches long, I'd be thinking about it. But you guys didn't do that. Yeah. Don't send you know, and I and I always reiterate to people, if you send me evidence, it better have something back in it. Yeah. Because if you don't have, if you send me a Bigfoot track, and it doesn't have any kind of scale, anything to scale it to, then it's worthless. Yeah. It's worthless. You've got to have something to know that how big the track is. And I understand that there, there are juvenile, there are young Sasquatch out there that don't have 18-inch long toes and feet. Right. But you just, we just have to be careful. I mean, it really, again, like you said, my name is at stake. You know, if I get fooled, I'm just labeled a fool. Yep. And then everybody's going to yeah. be like, well, can we trust this guy? Because yeah. he fell for this. And yeah, I, no, I understand. There's no, there's no amount. There's no amount of um, celebrity, no amount of fame, no amount of not, uh, being known and anything. If your reputation shot, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how many people saw that picture. If they see that you're an idiot when you post it, you know, that's, that's, that's the end of that. Yeah. I, I have that's a guy in a ghillie things. suit. <laughs> yeah. I've posted some things, and I'm I'm dead, let, dead set level against or four that are unknown or and or Bigfoot. But, you know, I'm really careful. I'm, and if I've been fooled, then they've done a good job of fooling me. You know, people send me pictures and stuff all the time. Is this Bigfoot? Is this Bigfoot? 99.9% of the time, I tell them no. Yeah. Because, Brian, Brian you know, from Ghost Quest. This, Brian from Ghost Quest. Put, and everything was a Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. But the more I do it, the more skeptical I become. Not because I don't believe, but because there's so many knuckleheads out there faking it. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many people out there that used to be like me who believed that everything was. Yeah. Yep. You know, a broken tree limb does not mean a Sasquatch is in your backyard. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it doesn't mean it isn't, but it certainly doesn't mean it is. Yeah. <laughs> now, there, there are all those things that have to play into it. I, there's just a lot of things that, you know, just just your just your um, your random thing does not mean Bigfoot's hanging out. Right. Yeah, Brian. I mean, the people I know who have been deeper into this than I'll ever get into it, they know that there are things going on that, you know, you're going to see things that are going to really creep you out, really going to freak you out. Because these things aren't, again, I don't believe that they're just a big dumb ape. There's a level of intelligence that these things have that that rivals us. Maybe not when it comes to engineering and driving cars and putting men on the moon, but Right. They've got something going on. Yeah. There's there's some intelligence here that that we can't even wrap our minds around. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, Brian from Ghost Quest posted up here. He says if he had a dollar for every time someone sent him a, a ghost picture and asked him what he, he thought of it, he'd be retired by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He That's says exactly right. He says as a general rule, he, he sees a picture that might make him go, huh, uh, he won't say so. He says it'd be too hard to prove. So he says most of the time he just says that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, interesting. That that's is, interesting. That is my favorite word. That is the one I use. <laughs> Intriguing, interesting. That's something. <laughs> I can't say for sure, but that sure does look like a Bigfoot track. It looks like one. Do you have a measurement? Can you? Do you have a tape measure with you that you can? Can you go back and measurement? Measure it for me. And I've had people that contact me. I just found these three hours ago down on the farm. They take the pictures and, wow, you know, it looks great. Did you have anything to measure with? No, I'll go back tomorrow, and I'll never hear from them again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, buddy. Prove it. Yeah. You know, if, if you're interested in knowing what it is, then then, then prove it to me. Yeah. yeah wow. I, Some for if scale. If I found a big foot track in my yard, and I didn't have a tape measure with me, I'd be heading to the garage to oh. get a tape measure. Put your foot out yeah, there. Put your I'd foot do. next to it and take, take a, a picture, picture. And then you're like, hey, my exactly. this, my foot is a size blah, blah, blah. You know, at least you have something right. for scale. Oh, but I was so right. excited I didn't have my camera. I yeah. couldn't get it out in time. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dog started peeing and it washed the track away. <laughs> Yo. Would you say that Bigfoot is independent of man? I would say I would think so. But do you think he has a close, close um, kind of ties to Earth? Yes, I would think that he would have closer ties to Earth than we do because he would seemingly live off the land. Maybe maybe an environmentalist. Uh oh, (laughs) he's a tree hugger. (laughs) He's a tree scratcher and beater. No, I'm, I'm serious. I, I think they're they could be independent of anything we have to offer. Yeah, I, I think so. that they don't need us because you never see them. I mean, they're elusive. Right. The only time you see them is when maybe they they just mess up and you're yep. there at the right time. Yep. Right time at the right place, right time. There's a man by the name of Matt Pruitt I met at the last Big Book conference, and I have a great deal of respect for him. He's a very smart guy. I don't agree with everything he believes, but that's another, you know, that's neither here nor there. Right. But, but one of the things he said that made so much sense to me, you know, talk, talking about Bigfoot sightings. Now, Bigfoot sightings are not based on what Bigfoot's doing. It's what we're doing. Right. Yep. You know, Hiking in the woods. It's or... us out there. If more people were out in the woods, out in the wild, doing what they're doing, I mean, if if we weren't on our computers or on our smartphones or watching movies every day and we were all out doing things that people do out in the woods, hunting, camping, fishing, we'd be having a whole lot more Bigfoot sighting. Yes. And, again, it's not about where the Bigfoot are. It's where we are in proximity to them. We see them because we are out there, not because they're out there. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, not, they're not sitting behind a tree looking at us. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Now, they may be. I mean, there, you know, there may have been times in my life when I was 
squirrel hunting as a kid and one that been watching me the whole time, and I never would have known it. Well, uh, I mean, any time we go out in the woods, there's always that possibility. Well, I, I kind of like... One of the things about my life, I mean, I used to hunt deer. I used to be a deer hunter. I never was any good at it, but I like to go out in the winter, and I'd take my gun, and I'd shoot, and I'd do this and do that. And then um, when I got into this Bigfoot thing, it, the deer hunting just completely lost its luster. And every time I go out in the woods, I'm looking for Bigfoot. I'm not looking for it. <laughs> that used to remind <laughs> me of uh, when I used to go out, and I was like, okay, today I'm, I'm going to find me a big patch of golden seal, and I can make me good money just sitting down on this patch and just dig this golden seal. On the way to, finding, yeah. on the way to find that golden seal, I would see one ginseng plant and that was it it was over for the rest of the day i was hunting ginseng for the rest of the day <laughs> that was that's it a, that's so got ADHD coming out in what's today. golden seal i i'm not familiar with it and i'm 50 years old you never heard of golden seal <laughs> i've heard of gold bond nope <laughs> no golden seal is a it's a root that they make medicine and stuff like that out of huh yeah <laughs> Yep, you can dig so, it all here in Tennessee. You can dig golden seal. Uh, the people use blood root do that for as their source business. Source. Yeah, you could do it as as an income. You hmm. sure could. Um, my uncle did it for almost thirty years as an income. He was a ginseng. Yeah. He he hunted ginseng for for about thirty years for income. Yeah, I know a lot of people that do that or had have done that in their life. Yeah, I did. I did for for a, a time in my life, and and it was actually fun. You know, yeah. Um, except for the one time in the damn woods. I mean, you were getting back to nature and all yes. that kind of stuff. And, yes, and going so far I back have in the woods. Respect for people that go out and do that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, we went so far back yeah. in the woods one time that um, literally we we ran up on a uh, uh, a pot patch. Yeah. That people okay. were back there, and and you know how I knew I ran up on a pot patch. We started getting <laughs> shot at. <laughs> were they Central Americans? <laughs> I don't know what they were. I never saw them. I heard the guns, though. <laughs> Reminds me of that movie, this, The Island. And this boy right here could run. I tell you, I was gone. Um, they just didn't realize wow. that my uh, my uncle was the uh, head of the uh, uh, East Tennessee uh, um, Drug Task Force. So I oh, called boy. him. I called him up and uh, took him out there, and they didn't no longer have no pot. <laughs> So, you may not should be airing this. That's the thing you do anywhere you go. I mean, that's, that kind of stuff is happening anywhere, and it's not hot anymore. It's meth labs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, you know, I would have never have done nothing if the guys would have never shot at me. I, yeah. would have, I, would have, I don't care. You know, whatever you do, it's up to you, you know. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, saying what you're saying, though, you know, nowadays, like you, like you said before, you know, we're – We've got our noses in our phones or, or whatever, and and you've said it on the program before. You're out in the woods. You're usually looking down at the ground. I wonder if you looked up more, if if there'd be yeah. more sightings. Right. Yeah, I'm convinced. They, I'm convinced they spend a lot of time in the trees. Uh, that would make sense of why of you don't see as very many tracks. It'd make a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if. If they jump from tree to tree, swinging on the vine kind of thing, I mean, you know, you're not going to see that. But again, here in the in the southeastern United States, unless you're in a swampy area and around the water, there's tracks are hard to find. Yeah, 
Yeah, you get can, it could torrential rain. Track, they, they have found something. Right. Yeah, it could torrential rain, and I could go outside and can't make tracks most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I get some red clay mud on my boots, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I went camping. You know, all, that, all that thief litter and stuff in our hardwood forests and all the things we deal with yeah. around here. And you just you just don't see it. You just can't see it. And it and especially if you're not looking for it, you're not gonna find it. Right. Yeah, no. I, I went camping in a lake bed when I was probably, I don't know, twelve, fourteen years old. <laughs> and um there was this big old track. It's probably a dog or something, but I swore up and down it was a tiger or something. Uh, <laughs> it was huge. Yeah. All, all in the lake bed where it was real soft. Yeah. But I didn't sleep that whole night. <laughs> I thought it was like a, a mountain lion or a panther or something. Right. Yeah, you know, David, you mentioned golden skill. Um, my wife and I were talking just the other night. Um, do they still... Do people still come around and, and collect lightning bugs from people? You know, I don't know. I know that they used they used to. Yeah, my grandma when when I was a kid, she would she would come near me and my sister, and she would catch lightning bugs and put them in a jar and put them in a freezer. And at the end of the summer, she would go to town and meet somebody down there, and they would pay her cash money for those lightning bugs. Hmm. You know, I've heard about I've that. A bunch of them. Now what does um, what does lightning bugs? What do they have? I think they were. T- I, I think she told. If I remember right, she told me that there was something about the luminescence. They were sci- some a scientific study, a scientific something having to do with the luminescence of the of the lightning bugs. So. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. I know when you hit one on your windshield, it lights up for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like it smears it all over it and it's like what the yeah 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 For real so they have the ability to turn it off and on somehow or close up and open up a cover yeah. or something yeah, but it's bioluminescence but when it hits that windshield and it gets on they it, don't close off I, I think it's just i get if Wow. I don't know how that works. Maybe that's why they were buying them from my grandma. <laughs> Trying to figure out how it works. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I know I know that here in Tennessee we have one of a few spots in the world where they all light up at the same time. Yeah, yeah, up there in the Smokies. Yep. I think they yeah. said here in Japan, I think, was a place. Yeah. That uh wow. that they did it. And they said what's cool is that you could take one from anywhere else in the world and bring it to those places, and they would do it too. They would automatically sync up with all the rest of them. Mm. So it's not like those are just there and that's just a weird thing that they do. It's literally something about the area. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder, is a uh, firefly about the same Thing or I it, think that's a regional thing. I think they're the same animal. They're just yeah. called different things. Yeah. Again, I don't know that for sure. Yeah, I think I think I think you're right about that. I do. Sasquatch. Everybody that's listening should become should go to the sh- um, to the uh, convention next week in Gatlinburg. That's yeah, gonna I think, be you know, I think everybody's enjoying it. 
And uh, you can come sit me. Everybody needs Maybe that. Maybe you guys can sit with me for a little while at my booth. We will. You know it. Yeah. We'll kick back. Well, it's happening in six uh, six days, 10 hours, 32 minutes, <laughs> and approximately 16 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got the countdown clock going. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, uh, whoever you know, everybody could go and they could buy some shirts from you. Yeah, hear some stories yeah. from you, and maybe even tell you a story or two. Yeah, Matt's going to be the host of the encounters portion of the show. Uh, oh yeah, hosted by the Matt Sieber, the Matt East Tennessee <laughs> Bigfoot, the Matt Sieber, East Tennessee Bigfoot. I love it. You can get. I think that's a typo. I really do. I think no. that's a typo. It says it hosted by the, <laughs> and then in big letters, Matt Sieber, East yeah. Tennessee. And then it's funny because East Tennessee Bigfoot's in small letters again after your name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I told you you were famous. <laughs> Fifteen minutes of fame with Matt Sieber. He'll make you famous. Come on, Matt Sieber says I'll make that's you famous. It. I've had my 15 minutes. It's time for yours. <laughs> I saw, I was on their website and I saw where they have it, where you could uh, put in like your uh, encounter or something that you've had. Yeah. You can even upload yeah. pictures. And, uh, and then they're going to like a couple of days before or something, they're going to start calling people and saying, Hey, we would like for you to get on stage or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to go and meet with the organizer tomorrow night about that. I'm hopefully going to be getting all that information. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to be calling the people or if they are going to be calling the people. I've still got to go through that with them. So, uh, you know, they're going to – I'm going to I'm going to make my recommendations and then make the determination, I'm sure, as to who. And I think I read one the other night where, where the gentleman wanted a 30-minute time span where he could give a presentation and oh, i just God. don't think that's going to happen well, it's, uh, it specifically we, says 10 five to ten minutes or something i think it five said to on ten the, minutes is all you're going to get and yeah. if you can't do it in five or ten you can't do it so. yeah yeah i mean condense it mm-hmm. down dude if you want it yeah. condense it if you try to get on one of these little shows on tv they ain't giving you no more than than two or three minutes right that's true i've seen you on those tv shows a couple of those tv shows yeah. and they didn't even give you but a few minutes each time they saw you. <laughs> and you're the Matt Sieber. And you're the Matt Sieber from East Tennessee Bigfoot. You're right. You're right. Dot yeah. org. It takes a lot to get it. <laughs> so if the Matt Sieber only gets 10 to 15 minutes, you ain't getting no more than that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and now introducing for your listening pleasure, Matt Sieber. <laughs> Me. The Matt Sieber. He'll be here yeah. all weekend. All weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to have yeah. to take a break. Well, guys, I'm going to turn y'all off. I'm going to let y'all go. I uh, appreciate y'all giving me the chance to be here and talk well, to you guys. And Well, uh, Matt, we was hoping um, maybe, knock on wood, you know, uh, next weekend, we're probably not going to have a show. Well, we could probably do one on Friday. No, we're going to be up there Friday. Yeah. So um, I'll be in uh, uh, 
hot tub or swimming pool. Yeah, we'll be up there. Uh, Matt Sieber already says that he we should get together and go out to eat or something. Oh, yeah. Because he's going to be there all weekend, Oh, wasn't we going to the mystery? No, she's... Oh, says, we're not doing that? She said that she looked it up, and she said that it had horrible reviews. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. If, we'll go out Friday. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to get together, and we'll have to go out. Um, uh. And, and I've got we Jason and I have got to give you your shirt anyway. Your your yeah. yeah. So you know we'll we'll well I mean we'll be at the conference so we'll definitely see you then. But hopefully maybe we can see you on Friday. And, okay. Uh, and yeah. um, good, go out to eat. And uh, oh, uh, like I was going to say um, before, I got squirreled on something else. Um, maybe knock on wood. Um, after the conference, sometime we could actually have you down for a full show. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to do that. I, you know, I, I, I texted you yesterday about yeah. some issues yeah. going on at home. Yep, that's what right that's now. what I said. You know, yeah. I know you got things we'll going on. Happen. Exactly. Well, I, we'll definitely make it happen. All right, brother. Well, you have a good night. Well, thank you. Thank you for uh, calling y'all in. Be careful. I'll see y'all next week. Hey, uh, uh, before you go, give everybody your web address yeah. and everything, and um, and how they could, if there's you know a, a way they could reach you or anything, if they have their own stories or, or whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have simply, it's a website, uh, org. That's O-R-G. And on that website, there's a little bit of information about the organization, a little bit of information about Bigfoot, um, a couple of links to a couple of people, a couple of places. And uh, then there's a link to a Facebook page. And that's where you would be best to get in touch with me about a sighting. Uh, you can message me through Facebook and I'm usually on top of that. I can usually get back with you within the hour or two. Uh, if you have a question or if you have a sighting uh, or anything else you want to talk about Bigfoot, I, I get a lot of people who want to be part of my group, and I'm cool with that, but I just don't let anybody in. Uh, it's a get-to-know kind of thing, and I, I let people know straight up that I've got to know who you are before I let you in my group uh, because – there's a lot of things that I require of the people that are in my group, and one of the biggest things is uh, integrity and honesty. And uh, it's almost like going through a, uh, a background. So yeah, well, um, I mean, anyway, yeah, you're you're giving yourself out and and everything like that to uh, you know to go to people and and uh, right. you know if they allow you on their property or whatever to be you know exactly exactly, so. and it's you know this isn't just something for enthusiasts. And if, if they're looking for if they're looking for people to go out bigfooting all the time, they're looking in the wrong place because that's not what I do. I don't go unless it's happening. Some yeah. of my members do, but not me. So, but anyway, yeah, you can you can find out everything you need to know about me there on the Facebook page and uh, everything about our group. Uh, and like I say, I don't make it up. We just I just try to be as honest as I can and 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 share what I feel like. People need to hear and see when it comes to Bigfoot in East Tennessee. So, so uh, again, when you retire, uh, you could take all your comp, comp, a compilation of all these sightings you've acquired over the years and write a book. Write a book. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I've thought about that. I've, I've, I've thought about doing some book writing, but, you know, I, I'm not much on the writing. I, I have a little bit of difficulty writing things down. I lose my train of thought really easy. That's where it's more than just outline. a paragraph, and I've lost it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Make you an outline and just follow your outline. Yeah, yeah. I should have studied more in school. I should have listened to the teacher. 
Yeah, I, I, I should have been better in English I, class. You could just write it the way you would because I read redneck very well. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't read that That's other stuff. That's how it would pop out. That's how it would be. It would be as backwards and hillbilly as you want it to be. <laughs> That's the way I write, too, so I'd understand yeah. it. But you're looking here back in the day. <laughs> All right, guys. Y'all right. have a great evening. I'll be looking forward to seeing y'all next week. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank Matt. you. Thank you for for right. your time. Luck, guys. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. We're gonna. All right. We're gonna take us a quick break. Yeah. And um, that was Matt Sieber. Everybody. My mouth's a little dry. East Tennessee Bigfoot dot org. We still got Ghost Quest. Got Ghost Quest in the house. In the house, still uh, in the chat room. Uh, is Jeff Reagan still in there, too? Yeah, he's supposed to be. Maybe. Maybe Jeff Reagan's in it. I don't know. He hasn't talked in a minute. Um, we're going to take us a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. Um, and uh, so give us about, I don't know, four minutes, maybe. And uh, we'll be right back.
Siebert from EastTennesseeBigfoot.org. You're listening to David and Jason at Project Dark Corona Radio. Woo, we're back. We back. We're back again. Quick break. That was a quick break. So uh, I hope Had a wet our whistle. Yes. What the whistle? What the whistle? 